Foster. Live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O, morning radio for the entire capital city. This is LNK Today with Jack and Friends on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, welcome in. Happy Tuesday, everybody. 48 degrees in the capital city. It is 610 on your Tuesday morning, April 5th, 2022. Glad to have you with us today. Good show for you today. Joe Jordan, News Channel Nebraska, is going to join us. And uh, after a uh, after a uh, brief few weeks off, uh, John Baylor is going to join us again today at, uh, at 8.35. And today is the day, ladies and gentlemen. Today is the final day of results of Munch Madness. Caleb will tell us Ooh. at 6.28 whether it was uh whether it was Haleya or Norms on 48th that is going to be the next the 13th overall Munch Madness champion that will have the hardware that will have the plaque that will be able to claim this victory forever and we're looking forward to hearing who it is so this is going to be exciting here coming up and that's uh that'll be like 15 minutes from now we are going to announce it. I don't know who won Caleb does know who, I'm, uh, I'm the only won. one in the building who knows. Only one who knows. Top secret. Uh, I'll give you a dollar if you tell me. Got deal. <laughs> we had a. We had, My price is very. We low. had someone in a tux from <laughs> Ernst and Young come in and bring Caleb an envelope at about five ten this morning mm-hmm. down to his office. It was very, it was very ceremonial. So is oh Mark coming in? Okay, Mark's giving Caleb a dollar. Not muchachos. Okay, Caleb whispers, "Not muchachos." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't. I don't want to. Okay, he's actually telling him now. Mark hands him a dollar for consideration. They've made a verbal contract. Okay, and now that contract has been consummated. Okay, <laughs> I closed my eyes. I didn't want to read your lips. I didn't want to hear any of it. So you've passed along the message. Like the weirdest start. <laughs> you this. don't go spend that all in one place. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> One way to work the system. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Uh, all right. Uh, hey, you're not a Nigerian prince, by the way, right? No. Okay, no. good. Just want to make sure this is all the I've, up and up. I'm not a uh, Somali-born. Oh, uh, boy. Uh, no, never mind. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, in the news today, the governor got his red pen out, Mark. He did. And crossed out a, a bunch of stuff in that budget. He took out, uh, reduced the provider rates for um, eight by eight, uh, went from 15% increase to a 5% increase for some health care and mental health uh, issues, uh, reduced the uh, increased cost of the capital HVAC project, uh, reduced the, uh, eliminated a $14 million transfer to the cash reserve fund, mm. um, eliminated a $20 million transfer to the affordable workforce housing. Uh, program and reduces the cash fund appropriation by that amount, but it still preserves forty million in LB ten forty E, which is more sufficient to uh, more than sufficient. He says to grow housing inventories and reduced vetoed uh, the transfer from the cash reserve eight point three million for trail development, reducing the national rail trail route. But still, they get four point one five million. So, okay. Is uh, Omaha still getting their rail streetcar or whatever it is? I don't think that's actually on rail. That's uh, I didn't know if that was what that was. I don't think no. Okay, no. This is that the old uh, railroad bed trails, you know that. Oh, so gotcha. 
Gotcha. So there you go. Uh, no veto of uh, new prison dollars or water fund uh, or water project. Actually, he did a veto uh, the transfer of a prison overcrowding contingency fund to vacational life skills program fund. That would have drawn on funding already recommended uh, for use to replace the penitentiary. So, so, so he's keeping the dollars in that yes, in the in the replacement fund. Yeah. Uh, those were just a couple of the, the the water projects and the the new prison funds were obviously a couple of couple of outlays that were making news throughout the legislative session right. this year and, and no surprise that he didn't veto those since he was those were he things that he supported and uh, and essentially proposed them so now it goes back to the legislature uh, for final approval and uh, and we're winding down this legislative session I'm sure we'll get into that with Joe Jordan today. Meanwhile, a quick decision by the Nebraska Democratic Party in terms of who they are going to put on the special ballot. They met apparently last night and the executive committee and they're expected to make an announcement today as to who that is. Right. Um so we'll, uh, well, I mean, I'd bet another dollar that I can figure that I'm one out easily. Gonna guess, <laughs> I'm gonna guess, guess you can. Uh, and, and as I had said last night, I, I, yesterday during the show, I've, I've got one of the candidates, uh, Jazari Qual on my podcast. It's this one, the conversation with him is gonna drop next week, but, uh, I know he was, he was figuring out, working hard to try and figure out ways to, to be on, that ballot and whether there are options to get signatures and and those sorts of things so yeah he was he was posting about that yesterday was he that that he's still trying to gather two thousand signatures um and would be nonpartisan on the special election ballot right that's so when i was when i was talking about that yesterday i think i might have incorrectly stated it um mark there's automatic birth essentially that comes from the the party but there there may still be additional names nonpartisan names that are not affiliated with one of those party that got the requisite percentage in a presidential election that can get on the ballot too and i know uh i know jazari is is working towards trying to get that as well so we will see uh, if I mean getting two thousand signatures isn't exactly a um, a particular, uh, so they probably have the the same what twenty what was it twenty five days? Yes, uh, to to I do would that. Think so. Yeah. Now the so, Republicans are supposed to have a, a nominee pick by the end of the week. Yeah. So a- absolutely. Put forth Fortenberry. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I mean I are we assume, is there any sense that anybody gets or any inkling? That it isn't anything uh, that it's anything other than flood and Patty Pansing Brooks. I haven't heard anything but those, and I mean it would make sense. They're the two uh, front runners at this point, and having that seniority, having served for a certain period of time, is certainly a benefit. Right, and and quite frankly, in the general election or even in the primary, it'll be better for you if you are uh, either. Well, you won't be during the the uh, primary. But during the general, it, there's always a benefit to being the incumbent. Yeah. Um, Unless you really screw up. I, but it was interesting. I don't know if you heard Tim Hrues on my show yesterday, but he was talking on his segment about an email he got from Lancaster County Republicans. Lancaster, not the state Republicans, but the county Republicans who were strenuously pointing out in the email by like highlighting sections of statutes that indicated that they also could, instead of allow it, put it up to the state executive board, they would be allowed to have a, basically a state convention 
of the party that could select it as well. I, I, I don't know. He showed me the email, and I didn't get a chance to read it in the entirety, but he showed me these parts that were highlighted in the email, and I don't know if it was their intent, but it came off it came off to be like, hey, the state executive board doesn't have to be the one to to do this. There are other options here. I don't know what that means exactly. Um, if that means the Lancaster County Republican Republicans are are not wanting this the state board to just uh, put th- flood on there, or if there's something else going on here, I don't I th- know. I think there's a, a somewhat of a feeling that this should be a, a decision of the first district Republicans, not the state. That's a that makes some sense. This process, and I know we haven't used it for you know a century plus. But it's, uh, it's a little bit dumb, yeah. In my opinion, <laughs> yeah. I'd agree with you on that. Yeah, it is. Now, and again, hopefully, it's not something that you've you need to to use very frequently. Well, it's, and, it's and just, the timing is extremely unfortunate. Yeah, that's the thing is that it just. I mean, you. Uh, I I think in your party you want it. You want to have an an open primary. You want to, especially when the seat is going to be vacant and there's no incumbent on both sides of this. You kind of want to let those two let the let the the party let the county uh, or the district vote on between the primary members. And this kind of gives a party endorsement of of the and that it's probably more of an issue within the the democratic party right now than the republicans i I think i know there are also there are several candidates you probably haven't heard as heard as much about on on both sides but i don't know it seems like there could be a better the the idea of just having state party boards sort of coronate who's who's on this on this ballot that that could the timing is bad here but if you had imagine if you had a, a perceived like really tight primary right now yeah um, I still think there's something to be said for those states that just allow the governor to make the appointment. Uh, there's that too. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, maybe. It, I don't know. What I, I don't know that I have a better solution. It just, it, I don't. It, it doesn't seem like it's a a real. It doesn't seem like it's a a, a real productive way to do this. Well, it's, it'll be productive, but nonetheless, so um, we'll know that today. And uh, I I would be very surprised if it wasn't. Patty Pansing Brooks, uh, Senator Patty Pansing Brooks, in the Unicam right now. Uh, yeah, so we've we've got that. Uh, the other story that stood out to me, guys, did you see all the damage, or at least hear about it? I was down at Riley Elementary School over the weekend. Read about it. Um, yeah. My goodness, they apparently there were vandals who came in Saturday and really did some heavy vandalism inside of the school smash windows out throughout the school uh poured cleaning supplies anywhere vandalize anything they could find within the school fire extinguisher sprayed throughout the the building as well and they still don't even know how much that it costs is going to cost exactly uh they still don't have any suspects as of uh as of last night uh but nonetheless it My goodness, they it, somehow the custodial staff still got it ready for students and staff to come back on Monday. But what a mess that must have been! What an absolute mess! So uh, schools can frankly, be messy hope, in the in without that type. I of, hope they find. I uh, hope they find uh, the people behind. I hope that. there's a security footage, uh, security cameras, or something that will identify them. That's what I wonder. I mean, what kind of 
I wonder what kind of security systems, like cameras, like it would seem like it would make some sense since schools do seem to be target of these um, somewhat frequently over the years. I, I, that's I, interesting to me. What kind of a camera and what they're allowed to have in terms of security systems at places like this? Um, so that, and that's something I don't know the answer to necessarily as well. But I know the answer to, to one question. What's that? I know who won. Munch Madness. You don't. Okay. <laughs> and and congratulations to you Kansas Jayhawk fans uh, in Lincoln, Nebraska, you weirdos, or the surrounding areas. Uh, some of you were setting fireworks off last night in my neighborhood <laughs> in celebration. Um, and uh, Kansas pulls off the largest comeback in NCAA basketball division 1 men's basketball championship history and they looked they looked dead to rights in the first half i mean whew, they couldn't do anything went on about a 5 minute scoring drought uh, that challenged some of the worst scoring droughts I've seen by Nebraska ball over the years. Uh, but but man, they they fired back in that second half. The shooting heated up a little bit. Um, you know, North Carolina has kind of a short bench and a couple of injury issues as well that I think hindered them down the stretch. And uh, as I I expected Kansas to win it, I did not expect it to go that way though. Uh, the way that it did. North Carolina had a couple shots tied up, but. Didn't get a didn't get a particularly good look, and, and Kansas, Kansas did essentially the same thing in the Elite Eight. I almost said Eat Eight in the uh, Elite Eight, uh, <laughs> where they were down at, down at the half and then just absolutely ran away with. Yes, it. Yes, that's right. My against Miami. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, and then obviously they don't run away with it last night, but who cares? I was whether it's by one or by a hundred. I was win. so w this is a W. This is Kansas' fourth national championship. I thought they had more than that. Nope. I mean, like I remember the. 88 one with Danny and the Miracles. I remember the Chalmers one. I remember those, but I, I thought there were more than that. Didn't they have one with Roy Williams? Yeah, that was the 1988 Danny Manning. Well, the, that Danny and the Miracles, while they're winning the national title, my dad is taking ground balls in Fog Island Fieldhouse on the baseball team. <laughs> Couldn't have done that last time because they had it packed with fans watching the game there. Right. Yeah, that that's what, whenever he tells me about that, it's like, you couldn't do that now. Yeah. But they'd go practice comebackers for the pitchers, hitting them on the ba- on the basketball court. That's right. We got a, <laughs> we got a former Jayhawk there in the Ellen Kidd with Jack and Friends family. He's pretty well, good. Good. All right, 624, we will grab break. Caleb's got sports and your munch madness champion. We will find out who will get all the spoils next at 624 on KLIN. Waking up the capital city with the help of nitro cold brew coffee from Broken Rail Beverage Company. This is 1499.3 KLIN. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. 
Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Brittany Foster. A look at news from both inside and outside of Lincoln and conversation on how that news affects us here. It's time for the Sound Off on LNK Today. Well, you know, I don't know that we'll ever... I don't know that we'll ever have a story like this again in Munch Madness. <laughs> a, a gas station that doubles as a restaurant that no one on staff knew doubled as a restaurant. Right. I knew it existed. I knew what they were. I knew because we way back in the day, way back in the day, Norm's on 48th is there on, on 48th just to the uh, south of Normal. And it used to uh, be a place called HIS Auto Care. Um, and I used to, my my family always brought our cars there. Uh-huh. We always brought our cars there. So I like, I had their phone number memorized. I, you know, we went there all the time. And so I knew it had changed hands and they had refurbished it. And I had bought gas there because it's one of the, with 70th Street having no gas on it, basically, <laughs> for its the entirety of the street. I often come down there. So I'd gotten gas there, but I'd. Didn't necessarily so many times you don't go into gas stations anymore, so you don't even know what what's happening inside. So a restaurant. I mean, I can't imagine we'll ever be able to say this again about Munch Madness. A a restaurant we basically didn't know about seeds as a sixteen seed because of that fact runs the table through the entire bracket. Yep, beating. Momo, perhaps a favorite to win the entire thing. One of the top few favorites to win the entire thing. Second yep. round, they beat... Stoffers. Stoffers. Third round, they beat... De- Daily Double. Okay. Fourth round... Penelope's Low Cafe. Okay. And then the final four... Isles, by a total of 12 votes. And then you said 17 votes? And then Helia, votes? by a total of 17. My goodness. My goodness. Congratulations <laughs> to Norms on 48th and... Uh, uh, a couple of things about. It. First of all, you you went and uh, checked him out. We've had so many listeners that have gone and, and yeah. tried him yesterday. But just so we've gotten a few emails that are like, oh, gas station, you, you know that sort of thing. They have. I mean, this is homemade stuff. They make their own mayo there, apparently. Right. Yeah. The the mayo was very good that I uh, put on the burger, and everyone there super nice too. Everyone was really into it when I got there. I tried the burrito as well. Um, both really good. I went on a day that they weren't doing the pulled pork, and apparently, like that's the thing. Okay. So I'll have to go back, and then on Fridays it's the pulled pork on the burgers. Okay. Um, the the slamwich or something. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. I butchered the heck out of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was all super great, and I I met everyone. Family run stuff. They've got a big smoker in the back. They right. opened that up. Pork butts galore. Right. It's um, a, it's a, I mean, it's a legit food operation. Ju- yes. Just for the record. I mean, they got their own, yeah, they smoke or they're home, they're, they're making stuff homemade. They're, they're not grabbing a bunch. If you remember when you'd go to gas stations, you're like, I'll get the double char grill and you throw it in the microwave for like 90 right, seconds. Exactly. It's, it's not that. The, the, yeah, the huge, bur- the, the bomb du- burrito. The char broil. That's yes. what it was. The char broil. The, those burritos they call the bomb. Yeah. The, <laughs> It's not that stuff at all. Uh, well, that is uh, that's cool, and that's part of fun of it. And uh, certainly, they're uh, you know they got a prominent location. They use their marquee to their advantage. That got them going on social media, 
And uh, yeah, Chicken Rich has norms. It's not your average roller girl. Yeah, absolutely. It's not anything like that. And by the way... Well, and when I got there... Um, cause I, I just said, I was like, I've not been here before, but it's the championship and I want to give this a shot here, um, on the, on the final day of Munch Madness. They said, well, it's all over here. We did have the, like the heating station that everything would go in, but it, it started on fire over the weekend. What? What a time for that to go to. They better get that thing replaced, uh, by today because they are going to get, I have heard about lines being out the door there since we started Munch Madness. Uh, I've heard. I, mean, they, they said, I cannot yeah, it's tell you how many listeners have come up to me and said they didn't know about it. and They've yep. went to it and they had a good experience there. And so, it's uh, it's fully legit. It's cool, and that's what it is. Legitimately, Caleb. I mean, like, uh, I'm I did. I mean, I didn't care who won. I really don't. People don't believe. That. I don't. I don't really care who won. But I do really want this to be about bringing some. Um, you know, some business, some opportunity, some recognition to some of these places that aren't able to to market in that way necessarily right. like the the big boys and the national folks are able to do and that's i mean this is the perfect picture of that yeah i i don't i mean i just haven't had it where i went in not knowing about a place and they ended up winning the whole thing so Look, congratulations storms we've got I, do they have any wall space for a uh oh they've got some room nick might have to send them the measurements for uh for last <laughs> year's to see if they can find a spot maybe uh up to one of up by one of those like pbr neon signs or something yeah. that you've got in there well you look over the course of all of this and obviously there's you've got some of the past winners like an engine house yeah. where the the it's displayed in there and they talk about how yep. much fun that is you have penelope's little cafe which right. last year the little cafe that could and then they do it again yeah. this year um the the run that taco win had and you see all of the social no media that they have that. for that yeah um of course muchachos the defending champion and what they do on social media, you you had them, and I believe it was Highway Diner, made donations to yes. a fund to help out Ukraine. You have all of these folks, and obviously, hell yeah, making the making the championship yeah. there. The the run that they go on through all of that, you you have the camaraderie of the local establishments together. What the good that they're able to do, and then obviously the the part that that it all boils down to for us raising up these local establishments for for some folks it's places that they've been to before or like johnny cadillac they want to go try all 64 um and i'm sure there are some other folks that are seeing how many they can go to at least maybe the ones they haven't gone to before and then there's the ones that you haven't heard of um we had 20 new restaurants into the field this year from last year so a third of them flipped out and place like norms that i had never even heard of until selection friday comes out on top uh, I am so excited for next year. <laughs> I am so excited for next year for Selection Friday uh, to see who's in the field. Uh, it'll be it's going to be a whole lot of fun. If you're uh, if you're doing your way too early odds for the 2023 Munch Madness, where are you putting them? Where are you? Does Mucha- did Muchachos say okay? We didn't win it for a year. We're back next year. Do they go in? Do they hard? ramp it up? Do they ramp it up? Does uh does does a Laszlo's come through? Right? Does do, do, does the Isles think, man? We if we had you know if we had pushed this a little bit more, maybe we're the champion here. I don't know. Does Momo say, hey, look, we had a bad draw. Turns out we had a terrible draw <laughs> as a one seed. Right. Time for us to go the distance. 
I don't know, but I am so excited. It, it's, it's I'm so awesome. excited, and I love you know I, I, just the, all the things you mentioned, all those little things that went on throughout the the course of the tournament. And we will be, yes, I'll tell you right now, I plan on doing it next year. And it's uh, the, with the 64, uh, same format, 64 team bracket, 64 restaurant bracket. We can rediscuss our definition of local. Uh-huh. We can, that's on the table. Okay, we're not that can be discussed year to year. Um, but beyond that, beyond that, we're ready to go again. I'm ready already. <laughs> so much fun. So there you go. And by, and by the way, just when it comes to restaurants and gas stations, and, and I know again, it's some people like that were a little hoity toity about that. I don't know if you've ever watched diners, drive-ins and dives, but some of the absolute best looking places that they go are connected to gas stations. Yes. About once every four shows, they've got one that's connected to a gas station. I forget where one of them was, but there was this couple that they couldn't get a loan to open a restaurant. Yeah, because the, I just the, saw that one. Because the bank was like, no, we're, we're not going to open that up. And they were like, these were legit chefs. But there was a gas station for sale, and they could get a loan for the gas station, so they just converted it into a restaurant, but right. obviously they still sold gas. I can't believe you mentioned that. I legit <laughs> watched that show last week, that ver- that one. It's like season seven or That's something. That's one of my favorite ones. Yeah. Because well, I went, what loan can we get? And if anybody's ever been to Kansas City, and, and Chris Nolathic can help me with this one, but if anybody's been into Kansas City... The 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 Oki Joe. There are a couple of versions of Oklahoma Joes, uh-huh. but one of the Oki Joes is connected to a gas station in uh-huh. Kansas City, and I've been there I think three times, and it's never not had a line literally out the door. Yes, wrapping around wrapping around the place, and so yeah, gas station restaurants are a thing, alive and well. And I, what's the marquee going to say later today? Yeah. Well, because because they had had the the final fork, and then yesterday I believe it said, "Heck no to hell yeah." Oh God! I see, I didn't even see. I didn't even see the. I drive right by there all the time. I should just drive a little bit further and go see what it says. Uh, big thanks to University of Nebraska Federal Credit Union for yes. being a great sponsor this year. Um, we'll see. We'll, we'll see how we uh, tweak this next year. Now, now the other thing we we have to say, Caleb, is n- it's not all over. It's yeah. It's not. We still have through Thursday, through Thursday for the Ride United Challenge, or as we've affectionately called it, Miss Congeniality. Uh huh. There is one of the six. Any of the sixty-four. All sixty-four are still one hundred percent alive. Yep. In this. Okay, one of the 64 is going to get a $2,000 marketing package from KLIN. Commercials, right? Maybe Or maybe a live remote. Maybe you bring us down and, yeah. and do a live remote There's at the restaurant. There's a lot of different ways you to, get, to use that. And you know, we know that a lot of these places don't have uh, marketing budgets where that's necessary. So we're, we're hopeful to give that to somebody who is, is going to be able to be on radio with us again. But you've, you've got to have the most donations to Ride United in your name, in your restaurant's name, by the end of Thursday to get that. Now, if you hadn't heard, um, we had Megan Leesfeld on from United Way at the beginning of Much Madness. Maybe we'll bring her again on on uh, Thursday. We'll see about that. But uh, she talked about this this program that United Way Worldwide put together with DoorDash, and they are doing it in Lincoln, where DoorDash is donating drivers and driver time Um to the United Way to to basically bring food from the Lincoln Food Bank to uh, people who obviously are uh, 
need food, uh-huh. but are immobile. I mean, immobile could be for so many reasons. Could be a health issue. Could be you just don't own a car. Uh-huh. Um, could be that you can't, you know, you, you can't get around. There were COVID reasons, obviously, why that was an issue as well. There, there's a variety of, of reasons, obviously, why people may have small children at home and you're not able to get out. And so they actually set up a situation where those people can get the food delivered. But we need to we need to continue to fund this thing and giving a boost. I you know honestly, guys, I was hoping we could boost thing this thing up by five digits. We're uh, we're a little slow right now on this. But leading is Soulful Casino still number one? Yeah, it goes Soulful. Then uh, Norms and Penelope's are tied. For second. <laughs> I guess Norms could really sweep things up here <laughs> and do this. But Soulful is a what like two fifty, two ninety two, two ninety two. So I'm gonna say this again. A $300 (laughs) donation to any restaurant would put them in the clubhouse lead for a $2,000 marketing package. And, and, and how it works is the, you can, any individual donor can just decide what restaurant they want to support or the restaurant themselves or the owners themselves could do it as well. This is laying there on the table for someone to take. Yes. Right now. And so I, I want to see a bidding war here. You've got today, tomorrow, plus hours. Uh, and and Soulful Casino, and maybe they'll take it. Uh, they thought they were getting, they thought they were getting votes in the regular bracket for this as well. But it's still pretty significant. So I'm shouting out. I, I'm shouting out. I don't know. Maybe one of you restaurants had a disappointing end to Munch Madness. Um, one of the smaller places that maybe hasn't run a lot of commercials before. Maybe you want to get Caleb and Mark and me out there for a remote. Yeah. On a on a nice spring or summer day. It's all out there right now, and you'll be supporting a great, a legitimately great, innovative cause to to fight hunger here in the capital city that a lot of people have been part of, and I think is a great program. So you can vote, you can, you can do the donations at KLN.com, right on the Munch Madness page. You just have to scroll down. Yep. You can update the standings. It's kind of like, honestly, it's kind of like the uh, the Give to Lincoln standings, right? In, in some ways, yeah. if you if you kind of have that dashboard. So we're going to be hitting that a lot for the next couple of days. Uh, I, either Soulful, I, Soulful needs to bump it up. Somebody's going to overtake him, though. I think somebody will overtake them today. Well, you talk about the the fact that someone could just come in with a three hundred dollar donation right now and, and be in first place, Boom. Z- zero to first. Soulful could start to put stuff away if things go that direction. You know? Yeah, yeah absolutely. And and it, who all has donations to their name at all? So any donations at all, Soulful Cocina, Norm's on 48th, Penelope's Low Cafe, La Paloma, Art and Soul, Muchachos, Taco Inn, The Eatery, Momo, Pizzeria and Ristorante, Sultan's Kite, and that's it. That's it. So that's it. Okay. That's it right now. Where you at, Taco Inn? Where you at? (laughs) Uh, by the way, Chris Olatha says the original Oklahoma Joe's now Joe's KC is in a gas station. Yeah, I knew they split there because the, the one came to Lincoln, but they were not the same one as the gas station. Yeah. But I'm sure he can attest to the fact that it is it can be a long line, but it's amazing, amazing food. So congratulations, Norms on 48th. As Group Central says to me on Twitter, "Wow, Norms almost win, didn't win their conference tournament to qualify." <laughs> they didn't. Yeah. Maybe next year do we go away from do we go away from the geo- geographical regions and go to more of a like a genre region? I like the geog the geography. That, I will put that on the table too. Okay, I will put that on the table too. 
you got something pit, to discuss you, for a year. What? How, do we change our local? Genres. Does Ben finally get us to put De Leon's in? Do Amigos and Runza get in? Does Valentino's get in? Do we keep it like it is? Uh, we'll be we'll be looking for feedback from especially the core listenership on this. Yeah. And we can listen to it on on the same with the the regionalizing of it too. Norms on forty eighth, your twenty twenty two munch madness champion, the slipper fits six fifty four. <laughs> it's LNK today with Jack and friends on KLIN. You're listening to LNK today with Jack and friends on fourteen hundred and ninety nine three KLIN. All right, forty eight degrees in the capital city. Joe Jordan joins us coming up next. Talk about the line item vetoes that the governor made to the budget yesterday. We will talk about the gubernatorial race continuing to heat up. I didn't even mention this in the open, but I saw uh, Brett Lindstrom picked up a a uh, endorsement yesterday oh, yeah? from Mayor Jean Stothard oh, that's in right. Omaha. That's right. In Omaha. So uh, we'll... Uh, We'll see. I, I th- he probably needs to make up ground in other parts of the state. Is probably where he needs, and I'm not sure how much uh, weight that endorsement holds west of Lincoln, Nebraska. But we will see. We will see. So, got that coming up. A morning drive. We'll count down the five things people are talking about today, uh, and a little bit later in the show, uh, John Baylor is going to join us. By the way, a special good luck. Uh, I know there are a bunch of uh, high school students. Speaking of John Baylor. Taking the ACT today. Ooh, ACT day. So we had the late night study sesh at our house last night. Was watching Kansas, North Carolina, right? Uh, only for the last few minutes. Took a break okay. to watch the very, the very end. So I know there are a lot of students who are taking that today. Best of luck. No pressure. Seven o'clock. KLI and Lincoln. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Oh, yeah. All right, 709 April 5th, 2022. We are in the busy season when it comes to Nebraska news and politics. We've got the legislature finishing up their session, trying to get a final budget voted on after line item vetoes. We've got primaries going on. We've got parties that are naming their candidates for special elections. Uh, we got we got stuff going on all over the place. Great time to have Joe Jordan on from News Channel Nebraska, uh, Joe. We had we had some of those uh, some of those uh, you know December weekends where there just wasn't a whole lot going on. We are in the exact opposite right now. So uh, so good to have you on. How are you doing today? Um, I'm good. Good. Better to have a lot to talk about than yeah. To talk about. <laughs> no doubt about. It. By the way, uh, real. I'm going to do this one. Uh, I actually 
didn't even mention this we were talking before. Have you heard any blowback on the process, the special election process, um, where the state executive boards essentially name candidates unless somebody goes out and gets signatures for this? And I just the only reason I ask is is I mean the timing is weird this year with the with the primary coming up, and if if there was a, a very tight primary in either party, I feel like this could be maybe somewhat more problematic and it's the entire state party deciding for a for a district is there anybody talking about that is that a thing at all or am i the only one who sort of wondered about that well i don't i don't think anybody's talking about it in general because what you just said if for instance if if there was another real strong democratic candidate besides patty pansing brooks uh then so why you know because we all know patty pansing brooks is going to get the nod right Mm. so you know why her and not you know Mr. X. I know there's a student from from uh, yep. and you that just aren't qual. Yep. But we all know that's not going to happen. And and so I think if, if it was a, if it, if it was two significant candidates, then there'd be a, there'd be an issue. But since there's really not, uh, there's there's probably nobody really. That's why nobody's talking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, perhaps so. It just it it seems like it, I don't know. There's it, I was surprised. I, I mean, I had no idea what the process was because it hasn't happened for for a whole lot of years, and I was a little bit surprised to figure out uh, that's exactly what it was. Uh, Let's move on to the gubernatorial race uh, here. News yesterday out of Omaha. uh, Omaha Mayor Jean Stothert says that she is going to be backing Brett Lindstrom in his race for the GOP primary gubernatorial spot. I don't know you. You've covered her obviously a lot. I don't know a, a, a ton about her other than just you know reading a little bit. Um, is this a surprising place for her to come out on this, or is this kind of something that you would have you have predicted had you been watching things? Well, on Friday I did a piece where I had spoken with her, and she told me that I had asked her who she was going to back in the in the primary, and she basically said, "Well, I'm not going to talk about that today." There's Maybe I'll be talking about it next week. And I said, well, are you going to be making an endorsement? She said, there's a possibility. So I did a little digging around the edges. And the consensus, well, I couldn't get anybody to say that they knew for sure. But the consensus from a lot of GOP insiders up here that I had spoken with was they were pretty sure she was going to uh, uh, get behind Lindstrom full full, uh, full four. And the reasons for that are basically uh, Herbster, obviously, is the Trump candidate. She's never... She's never really been a, a great, you know, she's not really what you would call a Trumper. Mm-hmm. She doesn't, you know, she doesn't make a big deal out of it uh, one way or the other. But you, you kind of get the sense that she's that she not she's not that that, you know, vocal in favor of, of the, the former president. So maybe that's why she wouldn't go with Herbster. Um, as to Pillen, I never had a really good sense as to what why she wouldn't want to uh, get on, on board with Pillen other than we're at the stage now where. And, and who knows how this is going to end up, but you're hearing more and more Governor Heinemann, for one, believing that Pillen has now gone from the front runner to, to third in this thing. Uh, so maybe you don't want to get behind someone you think is, is faltering. At the same time, Heinemann has made it very clear that he thinks that uh, uh, that Lindstrom is, is, is surging, that he's got the momentum. And and while Governor Heinemann is, has been neutral in the race, told me the other night he, at the, he sees doesn't see that changing before the end of the primary, but he didn't say it couldn't, but he, the indication was he's going to stay out of this thing. Um, he and he and Gene Stothard have had a pretty good political relationship for several years now. And for instance, whenever she's run for re-election, 
he seems he, he he's he's like the MC of the event that those nights in, in the primary, uh-huh. and, and 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 when she wins, he's up there running the show. So they've got a they've got a relationship, and and if he thinks that if he thinks that Lindstrom's got momentum, you know that doesn't mean he's going to win, but he's got momentum at the moment. Uh, that may have that may have urged uh, Mayor Stoutter to get behind Lindstrom. Uh, in the end, what does it all mean? I'm not sure. Uh, you know, she did. She, I mean, she blew away her, the Democratic opposition in, in last May. Uh, you know, when she won the vote with like 65 percent of the vote, which was like unheard of. Uh, so she's got a lot, a lot of chips there, uh, and, and and Omaha likes her. So if you're not sure about who you want to vote for in Omaha, uh, you might say, well, Gene Stothert's with you know Lindstrom. I'll put my money behind Lindstrom. It may help him. In the in the second congressional district in in the Omaha area, uh, to pile up some votes that he might need because maybe he's not going to get him out west. Well, I was just going to say uh, that's probably his strongest area already, though, right? Sure, because yeah. he's been an Omaha state yeah. senator for eight years, and that's where he, uh, you know he's not. I don't think he's all that well known here to begin with, but I would think the further west you go, the less and less he's the less and less he's known. But now with 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 the imprimatur of, of Gene Stothert behind him, I think that that. It's, it, let's put it this way: It's certainly not going to hurt. How much it helps, it's always hard to tell in these endorsements. But in, when you get in these races where there's lots of candidates and people aren't really sure, if you if you got somebody behind you that's going to be helpful, that's helpful. It's it's, it's sort of the, the you know the reason Herbster wanted a Trump endorsement because he knew that you know Trump's endorsement means a lot. So right. let's, let's get it. So which which by the way, I don't know. Have you? I I still got to think Trump is coming here at some point in the next coming weeks. Have you heard anything uh, on that? Nothing, nothing specific. Just that there's a lot of belief uh, that he will be, he he will be here. And if he shows up, what I'm being told is it'll probably be west of Lincoln. Uh, maybe 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 Carney. Maybe maybe even maybe North Platte. Yeah, I got my uh, money on North Platte. That's I got my money on North. Platte. <laughs> Well, I'll, I'll put my money on Carney. Okay. But, uh, well, all right. But, well, we'll, for, we'll put lunch on it. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean that. Yeah, I, I just got. I've got to imagine that's been part of the part of the deal the entire time, and so I would be surprised if if uh, if that didn't happen. Um, I'm still kind of interested, though. Just going back to you were talking about Heinemann's comments. Uh, was that was that a conversation with you or some or picked up somewhere else? Well, he did an interview with KFAB Radio, which was sort of. It was an afternoon talk show. It kind of got the interview kind of got lost. Someone actually said to me, "Hey, did you hear that?" And I said, "No, I didn't." So I pulled it out and listened to it. And I called him, and we had the same, pretty much the same conversation, where he said the same things that he had told KFAB, uh, which were that uh, he thought that Pillen uh, had started off as a front runner, ran into a bunch of problems, not wanting to debate. He thinks is is a major error. Uh, thought that you know Herbster's campaign was basically. Uh, I'm Trump's. I'm Trump's guy. Vote for me. And he thinks that that is that's you know that that so far has helped Herbster, who he thinks is up by six or seven points. And then he told me that he thinks that Lindstrom uh, is 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 you know as Herbster and Pillen have fought it out, Lindstrom's kind of do this coming up the middle thing. Believes that Lindstrom has got some momentum, uh, is still in you know in second place uh, behind Herbster. Didn't seem to think. He never said Lindstrom couldn't make it all the way, but the indication was that that it's going to be tough 
for anybody to beat Herbster right now. It, it's it's interesting because normally a former governor would uh, and and you know somebody who's involved in other endorsements you'd hear that and you would think well he, he, is he trying to put his thumb on the scale in some way and, and I don't know maybe he is but I will tell you this from I mean speaking with him for years from having him in on elections in election nights. He loves one of his passions is just political analysis of elections. And I think well, that sounds like not, conversations I've had with him where he just loves doing that. Well, not only is he passionate about it, Jack, he's oftentimes very, very right. Yeah. Oh, no, he is. <laughs> I, I had him on. I've known, Joe, I've I, known Heinemann for, for almost 40 years. And, and I can go back to very, very many campaigns where going into the campaign, he'd be telling me stuff. And initially, I really didn't know, you know, he was he was he was working for Hal Dobb before he became, before he ever became state treasurer, and I wasn't sure how how you know how much to, to bank on what he was telling me. Well, over the years, I've learned that uh, you can pretty much take what he tells you to the bank. <laughs> I I uh, brought him on on like as as kind of like an analyst on one election. I don't even remember what year it was. It was after he was done as governor. And he's breaking down the, the you know, the counties and what time, yeah. what time the ballots are going to come in in counties and wh- all of these, all of these things. Like, he, he, I mean, that's exactly, that is what he likes talking about. And like you said, he's, he's very smart at it. So um, it, it is, I, I just want to clarify that because there might be some people saying, well, who, why would you be talking about that? Right. that he does that. Yeah, he absolutely does that. Yeah, I tried to make it clear in my stories that about about this Lindstrom thing that that when Heineman was saying it's not just it's not just somebody <laughs> throwing darts at a dartboard. Uh, he's got a history of knowing what he's talking about, and, yeah. and the and people who are inside the inside the game know that he knows what he's talking about. Um, one of the big stories the last couple of weeks in the legislature has been this rent aid vote um, that, that that did pass the the legislature on final reading. Uh, there's now been a veto of that. Um, legislature is going to try and override it. But looking at the vote numbers, Joe, and just knowing that there's a veto on it now, this seems like a, a non-starter now going forward. I can't imagine the legislature would override the governor on this. They need. They had 26 votes when I passed it. There were a there, so they need four to you know they get to get 30. So they need four more. There were I think there were maybe four or five people who didn't vote. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so it's, I think it's, I, yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. I'm not sure they're going to, I don't know how they make it to 30. Uh, but anymore, the, some strange things happen in the final days of the legislature, but I would tend to agree with you that I doubt this gets, uh, this veto gets overridden. Yeah. I think they're going to, they're going to take it up today. I think, uh, second, this, I think it's the second item on the agenda following what I can't tell you what is following. Right. It's, second, it's the second item on the agenda today. Right. Uh, anything, uh, I don't know how much you had a chance to look at it, but Governor made some line item vetoes uh, yesterday. Is there anything that was, I mean, was that expected? Anything that surprised you in that when, when taking a look at the uh, the budget? No, there was, I mean, they were, they seemed to be like around the edges. Uh, nothing, nothing major that jumps out of you. Like, you know, they would say, Oh my goodness. He just, he clobbered that one. Uh, I think, I think they were, I don't think anybody's, but I don't think the legislature is going to go back and try to override any of those things. I could be wrong about that. There may be some, there may be a few senators that are bugged by one or two of those line item vetoes, but I, I don't see any major, uh, 
brouhaha coming out of that thing, to be honest with you. And, and you know, the notable that not that he was going to line item veto things, but some of the topics we've been talking about over the course of this session, money to start looking at a new jail, money to start looking at these water projects, uh, including a, a lake between Lincoln and Omaha. Uh, I mean, that process is at least going to start on all of those, and that's going to be a big story for the next year or two, exactly how far you go down the road on those and what the next step of the decision-making process is. Yeah, and those are really long-term projects. Well, the, 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 the new penitentiary would, is, is, you know, if, if, they, if they voted tomorrow to give all the money and start it, it's, a, you know, it's three or four years to build it, and they haven't got to that, you know, they haven't dedicated the money yeah. yet to actually to start the work. So that's that's sort of in limbo. They don't know where uh, it would be. <laughs> I don't know who wants it. Well, right, yeah. there's no. We haven't heard the location yet. We we do know from discussions on the legislature that Dodge County doesn't want one. Uh, I do know that. Okay. So because they're, they're talking about where in the metro it would be, uh, and it's you know a lot of talk. Well, it's going to be between Omaha and Lincoln. Well, where's that going to be? I mean, there's a lot of unknowns about that whole thing. And then you get into this lake between Omaha and Lincoln along the you know along the Platte River. Uh, you know, how does that play out in terms of, you know, there's been discussion, well, there's no, we're going to do this without any eminent domain. Really? Nobody, everybody's just going to want to hand over their land. I mean, I don't know. It's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, there's a million questions about some of these things. Yeah. Wait, what if, could you just uh, do two birds, one stone and do, uh, you were talking about, you know, in the, in the metro area, how about an Alcatraz style Island in the middle <laughs> of the lake? Now you're talking. And you get both of them done. Just pull that money and you get them both done. You you ought to be the governor. That's a brilliant idea. <laughs> Joe, always appreciate your time. Uh, be a busy few weeks here. We'll check in next Tuesday. Have a good one. Take care, guys. See you. Joe Jordan, News Channel, Nebraska. The Nebraska State Pan at Dragon Lake. So over the last week, we've had a text say Caleb Henry for Congress, and Joe Jordan just said you should be governor. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming for you. Herbster, Pillen. Lindstrom, Tim it up. All right, seven twenty-four. We'll take a break. <laughs> Sports, and if you haven't heard them yet, much madness results. Oh boy, we've got them. The champion has been crowned on KLIN. Before you hit that drive time, stay alert with Nitro Cold Brew Coffee from Broken Rail Beverage Company. This is fourteen hundred and ninety-nine three KLIN. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. All right, let's get it fired up without any further ado. Starting today, as we always do, with number five. While the Jayhawks are national basketball champions, the real champion in the world 
Norms on 48th. As the voting got underway yesterday, it was neck and neck, 51 to 49 on the percentages. Hundreds of votes cast, but Norms started out from a very unlikely seed position. They're the, they're the champions. If you had asked me, <laughs> right when we put the bracket out after Selection Friday, to give odds on every restaurant winning this thing, I probably would have had Norms last. I'm trying to look. What were the other 16 seats? The other 16s were Boxcar Barbecue, okay. who lost to Misty's by three in their only matchup. Uh, Via More. Okay. Cheese Steak Grill. I, w- I would have pr- probably, yeah. Probably. But I didn't know what was about to happen. I didn't know the kind of swelling of support that would come behind Norms on 48th between between their story, between the marquee wars, and between people trying the place and loving it. <laughs> Would have never predicted it, and that's exactly what makes this fun. And by the way, shout out to the runners-up. Hell yeah. I mean, huge run. Took down some, maybe the the toughest schedule yes. that anybody went through in the entire bracket. Two one seeds and the defending champion. And they should be proud having only lost by 17 votes here, but it was kind of the story of the tournament, among several stories throughout the course of the tournament. Whether it was the Norms back and forth, Muchachos defending champ and their kind of partnership with a whole bunch of other restaurants going forward, even doing some fundraising for Ukraine with Highway Diner, the Taco Inn run, the much-discussed <laughs> Taco Inn run, uh, the food truck battles. I mean, I don't know. It, it, it was, man, I hope you guys had fun with it. A, 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 a fraction of as much fun as I did with this whole thing. It was a, a year where we had a, a whole more participation with the restaurants than we ever had. And it was just a bunch of fun. And tell you what, uh, and, and Norms, for those who haven't been there, and Caleb was there just yesterday. Yep. And I have a feeling they're going to be busy the next few days. <laughs> but it's not like a roller grill. Just so people understand, there were some misconceptions like, well, every gas station has food. Like, they've got their own smokers. They're making their own condiments. <laughs> right? They're doing they're doing different foods every day. Um, and so it's a legit it's a legit eatery. Yes. Which is what people I think found out when they went there. And uh and and, and they win the whole thing. And now they're gonna have a title. They're gonna have bragging rights right. No one can ever take it away from them. Right. As they say. They'll be getting the plaque. Have to find a nice place, clear out the wall norms for a plaque on the wall. Oh, they they've got space. I, I saw it there. They've got space. This also goes to show what creative marketing, communication, use of social media, billboards, uh, the word on the radio, what it can do for a business. It can really get the word out. Which, speaking of which, there's still a huge prize out there to be had. All 64 restaurants are eligible for. We are raising money for Ride United, a partnership between uh, the United Way of Lincoln Lancaster County, DoorDash, and the Food Bank. And if you want to donate to it, all you got to do is go to KLine.com, go to the Munch Madness page. There is a link there. And you can, when you donate, basically assign or, or your donation to any of the restaurants. Any of the 64. They're all there. At the end of the day, Thursday, whichever restaurant has the most donation in their name, speaking of marketing, speaking of getting the word out, we're going to give a $2,000 marketing package here at KLIN to one of these restaurants. There's a lot you can do with that. Right now, you could... 
if you got a three hundred dollar donation right at this moment, y- you could you could have that. Y- your that restaurant could have it. whether the restaurant makes the donation or whether their supporters make the donation. So guys, there is a I mean. There is a huge prize that is still <laughs> out there. Soulful Casino right now is in the clubhouse lead, but like I said, $300 would do it. And so be thinking about that if you'd like to make a donation. It's for a great cause, innovative cause, that really helps people who are food insecure and have mobility issues for yep. a variety of reasons here in the capital city. So shout out to, to DoorDash United Way for, for doing that. And let's bump that. I mean, I think we have close to, you know, we're... We're under a thousand bucks donated here so far, guys. We're at like six hundred. Let's get oh, this over on. ten. Yeah. yeah let's get this over ten. There's, I mean, again, three hundred bucks gets you this marketing package, which, however you want to use it, spots. You want to use, have us do commercials for you. You want us to go out there and do a remote at your restaurant. We'll do that as part. It's all a part of that potential yeah. package. So, I'll be following that closely. But at last check, Soulful Casino was still in the lead. And this right is, now, they... This uh, much madness is so much fun. Yep. This last month has been I, so much we fun. We need to do our way-too-early futures odds for next year. So, muchachos, get back in it. I mean, in the championship. Could Norms defend? Does Momo recover from being up, upset by Norms last year? Does that hurt Momo's seating next year? Is this a new... Is this a, another out of the blue? Someone maybe that doesn't even exist yet. <laughs> well, we could have the 48th Street Showdown again. Between Norms and... and Penelope's. Pene- yeah, Penelope's. Another strong run this year. Does Laszlo's get over the hump? Or does the champion championship go to Havelock? D- yeah. Engine House Cafe was strong. Misty's. Went out a little bit early. Boxcar barbecue. Isles had their run. I can't wait. I can't wait. 64 (laughs) teams again. Up for discussion for next year. We're doing the 64. We're doing it local. Two things that I will discuss that are on the table. The definition of local can be tweaked Uh as necessary. Local, non, you know, not regional or national chains. Yep. And then number two. Do we keep it with the geographic regions, or do we change that up? I will fight you on changing that. Do we go back to like a, some sort of a genre region type thing? Would that be a pay-per-view fight? <laughs> I got a dollar. <laughs> you do. Now he does. <laughs> Moving on. I got a dollar. Four. I got a dollar. Nebraska Democratic Party Executive Committee met last night. Uh, closed session. They picked their nominee for the June 28th special election for the 1st Congressional District. Expected to announce it today. Republicans will make their selection by the end of the week. I think it's going to be Saturday when they uh, do theirs. Uh, the winner, of course, right. will uh, serve out the rest of Jeff Fortenberry's term ending January right. of next year. These are the least dramatic decisions ever. They're both picking the who they perceive to be the front runner in the, in the general so that if they would win the general... Uh, or, or the primary, and then the general, they would have seniority at this point. They'd like to see the same right. person, of course, get in there. And there's, there's there's no way that I can see that it wouldn't be Patty Panzingbrooks and, and Mike Flood. Now, other candidates can still try and petition to get on. They've got to get signatures. And I know uh, the Democrat, Jazari Qual, is is trying to get those signatures right now. But he would be as an independent. Uh, but he would be nonpartisan on non-partisan, the ballot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 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 so again, primary first, which Jeff Fortenberry's name will be on for Republicans, then the special election, and then the general. And what's really kind of strange in this whole thing is you could actually uh, lose the primary and still win the special election if it <laughs> and, happens. And, to- then, 
And then you'd have that true six-month Congress term. Yeah. Five-month Congress term. Barely get time to get your office decorated at that point. Find the bathrooms, that sort of thing. Yeah, I don't think there'd be any office decorated. Hang out out at a cocktail party with Pelosi and MTG. (laughs) Sure, a lot of opportunities for that. Yeah. Number three. Jack, you spoke to Joe Jordan about the latest endorsement news in the uh, GOP gubernatorial uh, run. Mayor Omaha Mayor Jean Stothert threw her support behind Brett Lindstrom. The Lindstrom campaign becoming a real threat to the earlier perceived frontrunners? I don't know. I mean, it it does seem to be getting momentum. I'm like, just having, I guess, the sense of of, of a major endorsement in general... I think is helpful for the idea of sort of the viability of the can- uh, of the campaign for people who are thinking about it. On the other hand, I think Lindstrom's, you know, Omaha is his his best place by far in the state, given that that's where he represents. You know, he, he grew up in that area, and so he's been, he's got name recognition in that area. I'm not sure how far Stothert's endorsement holds a lot of water outside of Omaha, other than what I was talking about generally, but yeah, it's hard not... I mean, I think we thought this was going to feel like a two-horse race coming down the stretch. And I don't know that it does. I think it it, it feels like at least uh, at least three that are feel like pretty viable still. In there's this whole there's thing, some momentum. Politically. There's some momentum there, I yeah. would say. But again, you know, it's just interesting to see how people will, will divide up on this because if you're, you know, hardcore Trump, you probably, I mean... That's that is what what and, and who knows if Trump will come to Nebraska yet. That's the other thing. I think he will. Joe Jordan and I have a lunch bet on it. I think he's coming to North Platte. Joe says Carney. We'll see. Well, I'll bet there'll be a stop in Omaha too. I have a feeling though, when it does happen, it will be announced with not a lot of pre pre notice. Like you'll hear you'll hear it's yeah. happening like a few days before it's right. actually happening. Right. I think that but I think I think Trump will set it up in Omaha or Council Bluffs, even, so that he can get into that Western Iowa. Uh, that's know, true. Make, make a that, double, kind of a double. That's true. Effect. That's true. That would be an argument against North. Pla- I guess you could go to both, but I don't know. We'll see. The North Platte Airport's good, big enough to land Trump one. Is it? Sure. So I've never flown in there. Haven't Lee flown Bird yet. Field. Oh, I haven't, haven't flown in there. Wish I would have known you could do that when we had a high school football game there on a Thursday night. <laughs> Got oh, three. Geez. That was fun. Number three. Uh, we've got uh, 10, oh, 11, 10 11. Number two. Sorry. 10 11 and uh, Channel 8 both have got the story about a wheelchair of a first grader that was yeah. stolen from the bus stop. Um, Lincoln, Lincoln Police really didn't have anything on it, so I think it's just from a social media post. Mother told uh, 10 11. Uh, her daughter was getting ready for school, and the mom takes the wheelchair out waiting for the bus. So sometime between 8.10 and 8.40, somebody made off of the wheelchair. And this is a specialty wheelchair that was made back in 2017 for yeah. Lily, the, the child. About $5,000. $5,000. Unbelievable. Just despicable here with this whole thing. Get it back. Get it back for her. Just, my goodness, that is that is ridiculous. But otherwise, we're going to start the process of getting her a new custom-made wheelchair uh, with this whole thing. So just a sickening, sickening story with this whole thing. And hopefully, uh, Lily's able to go. I think there are going to be a lot of people in the community who are wanting to help out with this, which I think is a good thing. 
Number one. Elon Musk, love of Twitter, well known. Uh, he's got about 80 million followers, and now he owns about 9.2%, 73 million shares of it. Uh, news of Musk's big buy had an effect on Wall Street. The price of Twitter shares surged 25%. So, you know, he's a big free speech guy, and you think this could uh, knock some sense into Twitter? What? Wasn't it like two weeks ago he said he was going to start his own thing? And, uh, uh, and and now he's jumping on Twitter's board. Of, he, by the way, this is actually, this is new on this. He's not only got that ownership stake, but I started to say this. He's going to be on their board of directors, too. He's he, their largest stockholder. He is agreeing as long as he's serving on the board in 90 days after, he won't become the owner of more than 14.9% of the company's common stock. But as it stands now with the share that he does have, he is the majority share, or the plurality shareholder, I suppose, is what you would uh, describe that is. Uh, and so what kind of an influence can he have on this? And, and, and this idea that these, this idea that people want to reform social media and do it differently, I think, I think censorship or, or, or moderating social media is a di- I mean it is a difficult game to have any level of consistency and do it in a way that looks fair and right they're they're trying to do it but I also think to throw the doors wide open uh, on on some of these things too I mean what is this truth social is anybody on that was what that was going to well, be I mean there's some uh, rumblings that things are crumbling over on that it it just hasn't the, those experiments haven't worked either. Not really. In terms of getting getting people I'm there, still, not just become just wastelands. I'm still like 238,000 on the wait list. <laughs> let us know. You let us know I, so I, I can... Is I it, did find out that if uh, there was several uh, fundraising efforts for different uh, conservative groups before the announcement, and if you contributed to them, you automatically oh, nice. got an input. It's probably just a wasteland of cryptocurrency ads and, and bots and stuff like that, I bet. And talk about furries. <laughs> listen, hold on, Elon. If you can... Listen, how about you just get us an et- edit button? How about you? How about you make that your top priority as so a new board of directors you, member? If you pay for like the subscription for whatever that is, you have thirty seconds after posting the tweet to, that you can undo and edit. I have a typo in ninety five percent of the tweets that I send. I, I I'm Constantly. like I'm not paying for that when I can just copy, delete, paste, and then tweet it out yeah, with another. That's air. true. Yeah, that's absolutely true. <laughs> All right, so there you go. Uh, it's my favorite social and, media platform. Let's not, and I let's noticed, not screw with it too much. I noticed Facebook on their mobile uh, app took away the most recent tab. So you can't even do it. The worst. Yes, it the is. The worst. All right, 755, we'll take a break. It's LNK today with Jack and Friends on KLIN. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back 
and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. KLIN. All right, it's 811 LNK today with Jack and Friends on KLIN. Glad to have you back with us. Well, maybe cleaning out your closet, spring cleaning coming up. We're doing that at our house. Oh, my gosh. My closet. Just, yeah. I mean, it's partially just, it's sad because you keep around those clothes that you think are going to fit at some point, and then they don't, and you're, you know, and then your wife's like, you've had this since high school. It's time to let it go. It's it's time to let it go. But what the not you know I also a lot of people have uh, perhaps uh, a bunch of shoes in their closet and uh-huh. and there are people in the community that need shoes and it's uh, this is a uh, an effort that we've uh, partnered with for for several years one day without shoes with People City Mission and Cornhusker Bank and Chris Bullock joining us right now from Cornhusker Bank. Hello Chris, how are you doing? Well, good morning. Thank you for having yeah, me on this morning. Absolutely. You've done those closet cleans in the past, I'm sure. Oh my goodness! All, yes, all the time with with two kids who love. Oh, shoes two kids and, and shoes. Yeah. That's the other thing. Yeah. And you've got young boys. Yeah. I'm sure you've done the thing where you get, you got shoes, and three months later, you're like, "You're kidding me!" Outgrow the, them. Either either outgrow them or wear them. You know, wear them out in a ridiculous amount of time, but yep. especially outgrowing them. Yeah. Because I'm like, your feet grew that much in two months. It's insane. Well, and that's the great part about. You know the kids' shoes for the for day yes, without shoes. Absolutely. You know the the kids' shoes. There's so many shoes that these kids have that they've outgrown, and like you said, right. in three months, it's crazy. and there's so and much they're wear. Good. They're yeah. they're perfectly good shoes. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. And, and um and 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 a great opportunity. So for people who don't know, uh, just tell us a little bit. This has been going on for a lot of years. I know we've talked about it a lot, but just to get people up to speed on exactly one what one day without shoes is. Yeah, sure. So this is our twelfth year. One day without shoes partner with the People City Mission. We met with Pastor Tom 12 years ago, had this idea from actually Tom's shoes back in the day when for every pair of shoes you bought, they would donate a pair of shoes to um, someone in need. And Mm -hmm. so we took that idea, brought it local, Mm -hmm. worked with Pastor Tom, and started collecting shoes in just our branches. Well, then we got some feedback that other community members wanted to be involved, and so then we started asking schools and churches and other organizations to collect with us because mm-hmm. it doesn't cost you anything. We all have shoes in our closet that we no longer wear right. that still have a lot of wear left in them. And so we have over 100 partners this year from across the community, from schools to churches to businesses that are uh, collecting with us. And so it's really easy to... Get your shoes out of your closet and get them over to a location probably near you since there's so many. Yeah, and I know you've been uh, you know doing this with Cornhusker Bank, and Cornhusker Bank has been uh, in it from the beginning. Why Why is this uh, effort, you guys have been so loyal to this effort, and you've been a part of it for so long personally as well, Carissa. So why does this uh, this one kind of stand out so much for you? You know, it's the stories of the people from the mission uh, from from year one. When we have a distribution day at the end and we have all the shoes there, uh, seeing the faces of these kids come in and these parents where they're able to just come in and pick any pair of shoes that they want. And it doesn't matter uh, because they they can just pick any pair. And I have been there, started this 12 years ago. I've been there every distribution day, and it's my favorite day of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on the floor with the kids 
um, these little girls that are so excited to pick several pairs of shoes that that they want. And so that for me is why I am so I'm so passionate about this every year. Well, and, we, and, you know, we were talking about kids outgrowing these. That's, I mean, that's a reality for everyone, yep. right? It's, yep. And it's the same thing. And and shoes can be very expensive. And, and, and you realize, okay, I've got a kid and they're wearing shoes right now that they're, they're jamming their toes in. And yep. it's, it's uncomfortable. And so I can't imagine what a big need that must be for families all over the city. Well, and it just gives them confidence, whether it's a, a kid going to school and a pair of shoes that feels good and fits or it's... Uh, a young woman that's you know wants to get out to some job interviews and just mm-hmm. needs a nice pair of shoes so it there's just so many people that can be affected and touched by this and you know one of the fun things is the schools these kids love to give their shoes i've actually been at the schools to pick up shoes and these kids are so excited to bring the shoes that they don't wear and be able to give without having to ask their parents for money right it's something of their own that they feel like they can make an impact. Yeah. And and I know and and Pastor Tom does a great job with this. I've talked about it with him for years, but they can they can utilize these new and and used shoes yep. in a lot of forms, yep. whether it's whether it's of course that you were talking about when people are picking them out, but they'll put them to use one way or the other. It's amazing. You would be shocked. Thousands, we collect thousands and thousands of pairs of shoes every year mm-hmm. for this event. And within a month, they're gone. Mm-hmm. So some of them end up being bailed or recycled if they're not wearable because they don't give away ones that have holes and things in them. So they actually bail, recycle, and then the mission gets the money for that. So it's amazing. You wouldn't think that thousands of pairs of shoes and there's that big of a need. It's less than a month and they're gone. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's incredible. So let's talk about how it specifically works for the donations and people are out here in the coming days and and maybe doing that closet cleaning as you mentioned it, you, everybody's made it really convenient to find some place that will take these what should people know about that process it's super easy so go to our website cornuskerbank.com and we have a listing of all of the locations all the businesses schools that are collecting shoes now through next saturday the okay. 16th and you just show up and leave them they all have barrels mm-hmm. uh, each of those hundred locations over 100 locations have a barrel and you can just drop them in very good yep. so so incredibly simple and the range of things and it sounds like you're you know if they're wearable you're that's what you're looking for yeah. right yep. that's essentially the kind yep. of the no bounds beyond that yep absolutely yep. very good um man it, it'd be great if you could uh if everybody could donate here but he's listening today because there's a huge chance i know there's a there's a huge chance that you all have some shoes that that could be could be used this way better than laying, laying around and you know Absolutely. either not ever being used or not I mean, and we're talking about, and, and just talk about the over the years uh, Chris is sort of just the impact that the numbers what what kind of an impact this is this has had on uh, on the community and with the people city mission yeah so you know every year we we the main focus is shoes mm-hmm. and so then um, over the last 12 years, well, the the first 11 years of the event, we've collected over 202,000 pairs of shoes, wow. and and monetary donations end up coming in as well. Right, which you can make those too. You can if make they those as, if, as well if you want. Uh, over ninety six thousand dollars. Wow. And so, yeah, that's a 202,000 pair. Yeah. Uh, in 11 years. So thousands of thousands of people helped literally yep. uh, with this. Yep. Well, uh, great. So so again. To find the locations, and they're all over Cornusker Bank's website, is a way to do that. And they've got until Saturday, did you say? Yep, next Saturday. Okay, yep. until until next Saturday, um, and then and then uh, going forward with the event and everything else. So 
Um, boy, it, it, it's a great opportunity, and I'm going to do the same thing. Look in my closet here, and, and I'm going to guess. I'm gonna, plus, those ones the kids leave on the floor. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes. Those that don't fit anymore. It's a, it's a great way to clean things up and help out with everybody else. Uh, all right. Anything else I missed, Chris? Anything no, else that people you. need to know? No, yeah, thank absolutely. you. Thank you guys for participating yes. and collecting and You can drop them off year. here, 44th and 0. If you're in, in the neighborhood, Midtown Lincoln, uh, you want to do that. If you don't uh, see a location that's closer and more convenient for you on the Cornhusker Bank website, uh, of course, Cornhusker Bank branches, but anywhere else, you are welcome to come here as well. And we'll be uh, looking forward to hearing from Pastor Tom and Cornhusker Bank uh, about how we do this year. Thanks so much, Chris. I yep. appreciate it. Thank you. We'll talk to you again soon. 8819. Uh, we're going to take a break. Uh, Caleb's got sports coming up next and the Munch Madness. Final results. If you haven't heard them yet, go get yourself a chair, sit down, take a deep breath. Unprecedented results from the Munch Madness finals as we wrap it up for a year. 819 Selling K today with Jack and Friends. KLIN. I like the local news because it doesn't get into all these politics. Get today's top news and sports directly to your inbox. Sign up for the daily at KLIN.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time and if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars limited time only price and participation may vary cannot be combined with any other offer single item at regular price Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket have a turbo tax expert file your taxes for you by march 31st to get a hundred dollars back instantly because no matter what moves you made last year turbo tax makes them count That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waking babies in the North Bottoms and then helping them ace the ACT since the 90s. It's the voice of Nebraska Volleyball, John Baylor. Alan K today with Jack and Friends on KLIN. Uh, John Baylor, Caleb, and I just going into a YouTube rabbit hole of old Nebraska basketball versus national champion Kansas teams. Well, they weren't always national champions. Although, Nebraska did beat them, Danny and the Miracles, in 1988. I was at that game. Nice. They ended up, uh, Nebraska beat the national champs that year. So I'll always have that feather in my cap. You were not ready for second grade the I next was, morning at May morning. I was not. I was, I was, I was, were... I was, by the way, I was back at Holmes Elementary Holmes. then. That was before the move. Okay. I took, I had kindergarten through third, uh, no, kindergarten through fourth at Holmes, then did the Morley thing. For fifth and sixth grade, and then we went to this thing called junior high, mm. uh, not middle school, and we did this weird thing in Lincoln where kids in junior high, if they were in the Lincoln East district, they went to junior high and high school all in the same building at Lincoln East for seven to twelve. Nice. Only uh, only school in the city that did that. Meanwhile, Why? I don't know. Meanwhile, that one morning after the big Husker win in '88 against Danny Manning, and uh, 
Also, uh, they had a former Lincolnite on that KU team. Did they? Uh, Piper, Chris, uh, Chris oh, Piper. Okay, Chris yep. Piper went to Sheridan School with me. Yep. Anyway, yeah. Uh, that next morning, you uh, were in a fog, and it wasn't fog, Allen. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was it was you a were, fog of excitement yes. about Derek Vick and Richard Van Poolgeest. And nice. uh, let's see, I don't know if I could drop any more names oh. from those teams. I can go pretty deep on some of these if I Jack give Moore some was time. already gone by yeah, then. Jack Moore, Hoppin was gone. Uh, I think by then. Uh, oh, yeah. I know. Bill Jackman Bill might Jackman have been on, that, on team. that team. Bill Jackman. I was just going to say. <laughs> he probably was one of on my that favorites. team. Absolutely. How you been, JB? I haven't okay. seen you for a while. Been a long time. Hey, little shout out to got kids uh, in the city taking some ACTs today. I'm sending psychic energy. Take these things at during school now. Yes. What's going on? I had to give up a whole Saturday for this. Yes. Multiple times. Yes. Well, the thinking is we want to find out how they're doing and also inspire more of them to consider college. Okay. See, a lot of them, without being asked to take an ACT, might think, well, I'm not college material. Suddenly, you punch out at 22, you're like, hold everything. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can knock out Southeast Community College or maybe go to a four-year college. How many times are kids take it? My son's taking it today. This will be his second time taking it. How many times are, are kids generally taking it right now? And, we and what do you say? At on to college. We encourage them to take it at least three times, hopefully four, because colleges do not care how many times they take the test. And if they're free and reduced lunch, they get them all for free. I'll never understand students who are free and reduced lunch who take the test once or twice. It, it's free. And if the score goes down, nobody finds out. If it goes up, kaboom. Big scholarships, potentially. All right. all right. So thoughts and prayers out there to all the, hopefully, uh, sorry to you, uh, sorry to you college basketball fans, uh, students who had to take it the day after. My son was, my son was watching the end of it, and, and, and Kansas got up by five or whatever it was, and uh, with under a minute left, he was like, all right, I'm going up, I'm going to bed. And he made the mature choice. Wow. And then... And then Kansas uh, steps out of bounds with oh 13 gosh. seconds left. And I'm like, what should I, I go get him? Should I go get him during the timeout? I didn't. Well, and that's going to be worth two points. There's a lot of math. ACT. There's a lot of math in basketball. That's true. You got to count by three. That's true. You got to add by two. Hey, I will never forget. I memorized uh, the sevens when I was in elementary school. Multiples of seven. Nice. Because of football. There, I mean, that was it's the easiest one. 7, 14, 21, 28, nice. 35. Football scores. And if you watch a broadcast, you you learn multiple times the definition of resilient. Yes, that's yes. true. That's true. Oh, so whenever uh, a team is behind but they come back, guess what? What are they showing? But resilience. Exactly correct. Yeah, exactly. And also, if there's ever a team down by three with more than ten seconds left, the announcers will point out that they don't need to go for a three Good here. Point. Yes, which is the. That is, an, I don't know what the volleyball equivalent of that is, but I'm telling you, when you go to basketball announcer school, they tell you yes. you have to point out that they don't need to go th- for a three Good point. when oh, they're down by three. They said also, it three times last night. Also, if it's a six-point game rather than a seven-point game in basketball, and I'm going to go slow here, <laughs> what it is then is a two-possession two game. Possession you see, and I always game. have to pull out the Hewlett-Packard and figure out what are they talking about. Uh, they're uh, they're going to get into an advanced question on the yes. ACT about scenarios where you go for two points in football then, too. You know, down yes. by 11, do you do it? I mean, this would be great. The sports ACT. That's how we, that's how we get son, some real leaders. Your son was being subconsciously prepared last Good. night. Good. Now I feel better. I feel like a better parent. Vocab, for not... math, reading probably right. not. 
<laughs> Science doubtful, but the brain was being stimulated. The synapses were firing. That's exactly right. It is exactly right. Uh, well, the, the science part would come in if the North Carolina guy would have taken that last shot at yes. a lower angle. Then That's true. Then a little bit of math. You can have some science also, find the right. flight of the ball. Science, all those North Carolina players who are... Without being touched, stepping on their ankles. Yeah, exactly. Like, right. What was happening? I don't know if there's a. <laughs> I don't know if there's a pharmaceutical section on the ACT, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. What could you put in a guy's there's, ankle who can't walk and then can sprint thirty yeah. seconds later? You will see a guy on his own step uh, in a, in a manner like that on his ankle once a year. Mm-hmm. In all the games you watch, it happened twice by the same team in the championship game. I know. Untouched. I know. Goes behind the curtain thirty seconds, back out, back jogging out. out. Threw the cape I wa- off. I want some of whatever he got. That's all. Uh, you Amazing. Know, Adrenaline. That's, that's what I need. Uh, i got to tell you a story. Yes. So, um, no, there's this uh, NIL thing uh, that's going on right now, and, and some people are critical of it, some people like it, but one of the cool things I think about it is that, uh, and, and Caleb actually talked about this with mm-hmm. his, his track career, and, you know, you weren't able, right, you talked about how you weren't, your family kind of liked to do a camp and help kids in the area, yeah. and that yeah. was something you weren't allowed to do, right? Well, we, we could have, but we wouldn't have been able to say, Market while, while, yeah, while I was in college, wouldn't have been able to have my name or my picture on there. Right. While my sister's out at Wyoming up until this last year, we wouldn't have been able to advertise her name or her image on right. there. And, right, and now you'd be able to do that. Well, a bunch of uh, the, the players on the volleyball team, uh, got together and they held a a free camp for kids yeah, out of out of kinetic out of kinetic and oh yeah uh, they had corporate sponsors and and it was free people could yeah. could donate if they if they wanted to to nil they didn't have to my daughter heard about it wanted in email yes. she's like they're all going to be there working with us yes. she's like i am in get me signed up how was it? and we were like we don't you, you know you may not even have any friends you're going she's like i don't care i want to i want to go the husker volleyball players are there my husker friends volleyball are, there. Players are there i got 10 friends right there jb i get there uh, four thirty. The door. The thing starts. I think in the six. Four thirty in the afternoon. I get there. So I get there. Oh, we're not getting there too early. We'll get there about four forty-five. Sure. The line at Kinetic went from. <laughs> I cannot. I have. Ne- I've been to Disney World. Wow. Right. I've been to Media Day at oh. Husker Games. Uh, fan Day at Husker Foot. I have never seen. Now, luckily, they got the table staffed up a little bit more as the night went on. But it, it wrapped inside that kinetic. If you've ever, ever oh, been there, yep. down the side, past the sure. concession stand, behind the bathroom, way back to the back of the gym, then back around around the partition, oh. back again, and people would walk in. They're like, "Hey, is this the beginning line?" They're like, "No, it's way back the, all, there." So, and it was sold out. She wanted some of her friends to come. Um, it sold out before they even got a chance. It was sold out a week in advance, and this Incredible. whole thing, but. It, it, it's a couple of things take away while we were, I was standing one. in line is is number one just again visual and and true evidence of how popular this sport is among especially young girls in this state too because and, and shirts from all over the state okay. everybody wears their their school name oh, their all. club team whatever yeah. I mean every my daughter said they asked the longest somebody had come was like seven hours away wow that they had they had come for this and then number two. Yeah, someone had come from Wyoming. Is that what it was? She said they went through and they kept raising their hands from how far away that they had been. I thought someone had come. And I was like, hey, you came from East Lincoln. That's nothing to sneeze at. That's a long drive out there to West. Depending on traffic. Exactly. Nightmare. Exactly. At 4.30 in the afternoon. Yes. And then number two is one of the things about NIL, I assume that's talked about, but it provides an ability, a, a level of community engagement 
that for an opportunity like something like that, you wouldn't have been able to do to market with those players and get them out engaging and hanging out with the kids and an opportunity that any kid could do it. Well, I think um, you could do it, but there couldn't you be couldn't any compensation the for them. Well, Caleb and Stanley couldn't put his name on these things to even market them. Oh. Isn't that what you were saying? I, I, think, I, think, I just think there's no compensation. I think you could say, hey, you know, Kenzie Knuckles is out there giving a little clinic on how to dig the volleyball. I don't think there's well, any and, problem and with that. We, we wanted, like, we were going to charge for it. Understood, but, if it, yeah, but nobody could make money off of it. Right, right? exactly. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. So you okay. had, you had well, to and, do and it I free. Had, and, and, I, I knew a football player in California that they were just running a screen printing business, and they had to take his name and his picture off of their website that they were selling T-shirts from. Right. Which had nothing to do with him as a football player, right? And I'm okay. saying it not even has okay. to do with with the, right. the players making money. I mean, you got to get right. You got to rent a venue. You got to. There's got to be some. Yeah, there's got to be some cost of overhead that goes sure. along with it. So those were my. Uh, That's awesome. Those were my two takeaways. So it was and, it was crazy. And one encouragement I would have for all those players: grow. Yeah. <laughs> that, that helps exactly. That, that definitely par- helps. Pick your parents well. My it, my daughters didn't. And don't and don't get too excited if you're the tallest kid in fifth grade. Yeah, it, it, who knows? Yeah, yeah, that could be an early spurt. I got an yeah. elementary school picture of me, and oh, I was yeah. I was looking at it back at back at Holmes Elementary, I think uh, fourth grade. And look at me up at the top, up nice. top row. It kind of peaks to me, and then and I was done. I was yep. apparently done. You said I was you, I was well, always a shrimp. And if you're not going to grow, yep, just continuously. Make sure you play that game where you keep the balloon off the floor and just practice that That's nonstop right, exactly. until you That's can right. be the yeah. libero. Yeah. Tell, well, you know, tell uh, Lexi Rodriguez uh, <laughs> she needs to grow. I mean, geez. Just one position. <laughs> well, one position for those who are vertically challenged. Oh but you need that. That's that's one more than zero. You're, True. You're on for, more math. There's a lot of math <laughs> going on on this morning show, and I've got a calculator ready to rock. How's the uh, how the beach volleyball season go? Are, are we national champs? Not yet. Okay. We're working it's on coming, it. It's coming, obviously. It's a train. We, we consider it as training. Get ready for indoor. Everyone I want else. trophies. I'm Jamie, with you. I, want, I mean, bowling teams might be going out there and getting yep. the trophies. Softball team looks unbeatable. Yep. It's time I mean, to talk about the I spring mean, volleyball program. I, this bowling program could win on sand. I mean, why not sand bowling. volleyball? Sand bowling. Exactly. Sand golf. Sand I greens. I think it's time to have some tough conversations about the sand volleyball program. I mean, Jalen was in charge. Kelly Hunter was in charge. You throw them on and... Interrogate them. Uh, What's going on out there? I'm kidding. But we, I'm they're, kidding. they're using it as training, and their opponents are using it as an ends. This is a means for Nebraska right. volleyball. Yeah, and, and, and but, we've talked about that before. Uh, so we got another big. <laughs> we we got another big. Uh, and we've talked about that. before. Do you do that with your kids? No, like, there's. Hey, a, can we go to World of Fun? We've talked about no, that. Before. There is a huge market for for sand volleyball, <laughs> like deep dive sand volleyball. Yes, talk, but, huge. Yes, but. I do know that you're also going to have a spring volleyball match here coming up. Fired uh, up against Grand Island. It was sold out. And like, not, not against Grand Island. I think Grand Island would not. At Grand a, Island. Yeah, it's at Grand at Island. Grand, what everybody, everybody at Gish is like, what? Sorry, what? Islanders. Husker football used to play Lincoln High. I'm, I guess I'm dating myself. Anyway, uh, so we're playing at Grand Island and uh, sold out almost in negative time. Yeah, but it, I think it took like six minutes. Ten, yeah, ten, five, ten, five, ten yeah, minutes. Exactly. And and uh, so they've got Kansas State. Yeah. Uh, when is this? Remind me of the day. I have it on my calendar, but I don't have it. It's coming up. It's coming up. There you go. You can't get tickets, so it doesn't the, really matter. <laughs> it's at the end of uh, April, and actually, Matt Cotney will be calling that game. Ooh. And it's Kansas, by the way, not K State. No, it's K State, isn't it? It literally says Kansas on the website. Okay. I'm focused right now on the Jayhawk win last okay. night, but I'll, I'll be laser focused on this upcoming indoor match very soon. 
Uh, Kansas versus. I was looking at you. For, uh, not that I'm staring at your phone, but you have Kansas State and Nebraska up on your yep. on your phone. Yep. So I, uh, Ray Bouchard's the head coach of Kansas. Still, he was there last night. He's really close with Roy Williams. Okay, presumably Bill Self. Great guy. So with the with the uh, sand volleyball going into the spring volleyball, is there like a spring? Are they getting back together to practice hard floor volleyball? Very soon. Uh, we doing that for Very a while. Soon. Is this it? They like the spring games at the end of the practice. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. It's, the culmin- it's the culmination, it's culmination. of uh, indoor spring and day one. The coaches get around and they just say, "This is a this is a wooden floor. Yes. This is Terraflex. <laughs> we are no longer outdoors." They do like the Hoosier scene. Yeah. Like, you'll find that if you can, uh, if you knock on this, it will make a noise. <laughs> Hey, so, uh, Knuckles, you'd be the best one to are, knock on the floor. Why don't you do that? We're no longer in Hawaii or California. Right. We have returned back to work. Boy, they sure do. They all like posting their pictures when they're out in Hawaii, though. Yeah, who, who doesn't? Boy, we, never, get, we get it. You're when, in Hawaii. We're when, not. Whenever I'm in Soresco, I never post. Hawaii, exactly. hey, look at me. Sometimes I just get a green screen. Hey, Selby at Ernie's. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, that's why I like green screens. They're like, hey, here I am in Tahiti. I mean, who's the wiser? Save the dough. Don't have to travel. Oh, my goodness. Uh, do you, do, uh, what, what about this whole thing? How do teams look at this? Where they get a play? It'd be interesting to see this in other sports. I know you have kind of these secret scrimmages in basketball they do at the beginning of the season, but uh, other side of the year at the end, and you, you actually get to take on someone else. Um, what kind of what kind of uh, atmosphere do these matches kind of have? How do the team, in Grand Island? Look? I know it's going to be a circus. It's going to be nuts. I mean, no, I get you that. You can't get in there. I mean, it's going to be crazy. No, but I mean, it, KU's not going to see an atmosphere like that in the fall. How much does it change your your sort of the that carrot at the end of spring practice to have? You know, Nebraska football is going to go out on Saturday and and go against each other in the in the red yeah. white game to have an actual and you can't touch the guy in green. I know. I always wanted to be the guy in green. Yeah, in the fall, I play at the Oscars and put the green jersey. <laughs> On me. I'm going out for that <laughs> position. I like football. That's not contact. I'm not a big contact guy. What do they uh, bring in the Jayhawk football team on Saturday? And yeah, then they, can't, they never hit anyone, there. anybody. What the heck? Uh, they <laughs> hit Texas this year. Good point. They, they Excellent point. This year. Took Excellent few overtimes, point. But they did hit Texas. I want this in all sports. I want a. Uh, I want a, a real season scrimmage. match. What I want if, a real scrimmage that fans. Get, you know what you can make money. What if Chubba gets hurt, though? You don't want that to happen. Well, he could so get you hurt in the have... spring game, too. Yeah, he's got the green jersey on. Yeah. He should be okay, unless he pulls a key uh, at North Carolina, stub his ankle deal on his own <laughs> without being him, touched. Just get him those amazing <laughs> drugs, and they'll get him right back out there. <laughs> what, evidently. Next time I like sprayed my ankle, I was going to be like, put on a Carolina jersey. Here's no, here's my idea to liven up the spring game. Yes. Okay? Know how, you know how you used to go? I don't know if they still do this on... Nobody has actual tickets anymore, but it used to be you go to a, a basketball game, and like if the Husker score... Uh, uh, over 80 points, you get a free runza tomorrow or, yes. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that got me fired up. Uh, yeah, me too. It, it was, people would start chanting runza. I'd and, start fasting before <laughs> games against, you know, directional teams. <laughs> Not a good idea this year. But well, divide the stadium up. You either get a red ticket or a white ticket, okay? Okay. Uh, half and half. So yes. north and west are, are the white tickets, and mm-hmm. east and south are the red tickets. The back, it says if your team wins, you get a free whatever, free okay. food or whatever. Let's divide this fan base. Or the people are get, invested. I need a team to cheer for because... You They're not a, even going to be red versus white this week, though. Yeah. You, oh, you watch a spring game and somebody throws an interception. I'm like, am I happy about that? I don't know. I got to know what I'm cheering for. You're conflicted. I mean, this is one reason uh, therapists have a lot of business these days. Exactly right. I need a little. I need a little something on the line. Someone just hit the music. Is that That's is that my exit? I guess, I guess so. I feel like this is the Oscars. I didn't do it. <laughs> Oscars without hey, the slap. Hey. 
Boy, did you guys talk about the slap on this show? Oh, what do you oh, think? Oh, yeah, we did. It was incredibly fascinating on Monday. A little bit less so Tuesday. Yep. Absolutely tired of it by Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> and then JB shows up, and we talk about 90s Husker hoops and the slap. Otherwise, we're on top of what's going on. All here. right, back to our YouTube videos. we got to we wrap things up. 855. Good to see you, JB. Talk uh, to you again, Great too. to see you, but we, we, we talked about that before. Yeah, exactly. 855 on KLIN. <laughs> Get today's top news and sports directly to your inbox. Sign up for the daily at KLIN.com. Brittany Foster. You're listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on 1499.3 KLIN. Norm's on 48th. Your Munch Madness champion is a 16 seed. I've got some Husker baseball tickets for Friday. I'm going to try something new. I'm going to take the 10th texter. The 10th texter. texter. At 402-479-1400. Just text word in baseball. I'll take the 10th one. We do it. Why don't we ever do it with, yeah, that's fine. Do it with the phones? Do it with the text lines. I like it. So the tenth texter <laughs> gets a, a pair of tickets to Rutgers' hottest team in the Big Ten going up against Nebraska Friday night, April eighth. It's an evening game at Haymarket Park. The eve of the spring game. I'll be back tomorrow. John Bishop's going to join us. What chapter I had Wednesday and more nine o'clock. Kyle and Lincoln.